You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Dean Credit. Dean is the president of K2 Electric in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. He has been involved with IEC on both the local level at IEC of Arizona and at the national level, serving on committees and the board of directors. Dean has also led the merit shop industry as the 2013 IEC National Board President and is currently a trustee of the philanthropic arm of the IEC National Association, the IEC Foundation. Dean, I'm looking forward to our conversation. I want to officially welcome you to IEC National's podcast, The Electrical Current. Thank you, Spencer. Fantastic. Well, how are things in Phoenix today? Things are doing well. Yeah, great. Phoenix is booming. Great, great, great. And and you and I are talking, uh, just for the listeners here, we're talking uh, the week before uh, Christmas here in, in late 2018. So we got holiday stuff coming up. and uh, But, but yeah, b- business is continuing to boom and, and uh, really redlining it um, here in, in late in the fourth quarter and towards the end of the year, isn't it? It is. It is. There's, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of momentum. Um, it's, it's an exciting time. It's, uh, you know, we all – Lived through that recession time and, and took a long time to crawl out of it, but it's uh, yeah. we're there now. So uh, we just hope it hangs on for a little while. That's right. That's right. Let's let's hope it's here to stay. Um, and from all indicators that we're seeing, um, you know that that uh, the economy continues to look strong, especially here in you know in the the, the electrical and systems contracting industry. I think um, there's big backlogs that we're hearing about uh, to keep our contractors. Rocket and rolling uh, for the foreseeable future, so that's a good thing. That's a good. That thing. is correct. Yeah. Well, good. Well, well, let's start with a little bit about uh, Dean Credit. I, I just barely even scratched the surface and, and uh, some of your involvement and background, but um, let's start way back. You know, tell us a little bit about uh, you know where you grew up and and um, a little bit about your story and and how you how you ventured into where you're at today, if you could. Sure. So I I. Grew up in in Phoenix, Arizona. I was born mm-hmm. in South Dakota, but we moved here when I was ten months old. Um, Don't remember South Dakota then, I guess. Probably not. <laughs> uh, although we did go back and visit quite often. Um, Family back there, yeah. And yeah, and it was uh, it was fun time. I always enjoyed the farms and stuff back there. It was it was a would have been a very different lifestyle. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, but grew up grew up in the city and. Uh, and then as I got older, my I have a twin brother, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so he and I were always building things and having lots of fun. Um, as we started to get older, uh, he he actually went into the vocational school um, for electrical um, in in high school years. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. So he he went down that track. Um, I actually was started in the printing business um, way back, huh. and fo- followed that track for a little while, and then I saw where my brother was going in the electrical trade, and uh, so I I made the switch, and and started started doing electrical work. Um, started out as an apprentice, and 
back then at the time, unfortunately, we didn't have a, a formal school up and running at, at that time. Um, so I learned through the trade. And there was a lot of classes that did start coming up, so I took all the classes I could through that. Mm -hmm. um, then eventually, um, after working for a number of different contractors over the years, uh, a friend of mine had started a construction company, and I started out doing a little bit of projects for him on the side, and then it got to be that that was a full-time job, so I went to work for him, and I spent six years there running his electrical division. Okay. And when, wow. I was, when I was with him, then I also attained my um, electrical contractor's license. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, he then, at one given point in 1988, a little before that, he... Um, there was a dirt remediation was a big thing um, ecologically. Hmm. Uh, okay. And, okay. Uh, and there was um, good money to be made in that, so he decided to go down that direction rather than the contracting world. Hmm. And so, and so I said, you know what, I'm I'm ready to go. And uh, fortunately, one of his superintendents had left um, a couple of years prior and started his own um, general contracting company. Mm-hmm. So I got together with some gentlemen that I knew um, that I still work with today um, and said, hey, I want to get a business started and wow. uh, need to get this off the ground. So in 1988, we uh, formed NJM Electric, which was our first company. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> and ran that for 11 years. Um, and then IES. The Integrated Electrical Services yep. Group started yep. the, the IPO world and uh, buying up companies. And so in in 2000, I uh, joined the Hatfield Reynolds um, Group here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Ernie, Fried, or Ernie Reynolds and Harvey Friedman both had uh, been part of the original group, and then they bought our company, and we were merged in with them. So I spent uh, four years um, with the IES group, and then uh, ultimately they they determined that um, being a publicly held construction company in Phoenix, Arizona, was extremely difficult. Okay, wow. Phoenix, Phoenix is a wonderful place, but it's also a very competitive town. Yep, yep, interesting. So, so needless to say, um, after that I, I left, and then I – um, had the opportunity um, to start up K2 Electric, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's been it, probably the most fun was was starting a company for the second time, uh -huh. uh, just because the first time everything is scary because you don't know what to expect and you don't know right what, right you don't know what you don't know <laughs> you don't know what you don't know <laughs> and, and uh, but the second time it's like Okay, I made all these different mistakes the first time. So let's try <laughs> to avoid those mistakes the second time. Right, right. And and I right. will say, I mean, the the time that I spent with uh, IES was was extremely valuable. Um, it was it was extremely different than what I had done, but but I mm -hmm. learned a lot, met a lot of great people. Um, so when I started K two up, 
again, I mean, it was a it was a, a lot simpler transition um, than the first time of learning everything from scratch. Gotcha, gotcha. So wow, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And and tell me, I'm sorry again. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, MGM. Then you had for 11 years. Then it, it shifted over to IES. And then when when did you launch K2? What so KT started in 2003. We just celebrated oh, our 15th anniversary. 15th. Oh, congratulations! That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and and yeah, as you said, you know, too. I mean, you guys, you guys are recession proof. You you went through one of the deepest uh, valleys that we've had in, in uh, recent American history, and and um, survived. And and the competitiveness too of of Phoenix. I'm I'm curious to learn a little bit more about you know, what, how you mean it that way. Like for for folks that aren't familiar with the Phoenix marketplace, when you say it's a competitive area, is, is it? Um, yeah, in in what way, I guess. So Phoenix, uh, there's there's a couple dynamics here. Number one is it's it's a very business friendly town. Um, we don't have other than having to have a contractor's license. Um, everyone here works under the contractor's license. Um, so we don't have journeyman licensing, per se, for the state. Uh, that boils down to the fact that it's not difficult to start a business in this town. So you you have a lot of people that mm-hmm. are in business. And it's a big city, so needless to say, you've got and, and that was one of the challenges that IES found when they were here is that um, one of their marks that they tried to achieve in most cities that they went to was to be the largest electrical contractor in the town. And, I see, I see. And we were, um, when I was there, we were probably fourth or fifth at best. Um, there's a lot of large companies, electrical contractors here that have been here a lot of years Um and, and so that was a that was a market share that they they didn't own. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're competitively uh, quoting stuff, it's 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 a lot more difficult. Um, the, the street the street market here has always been extremely challenging. Uh, people who who bid on the street all the time, I I've never understood quite honestly how they. How they survive, but some of some of them do. Um, we we have positioned ourselves to where we uh, focus more on jobs that we can negotiate with people. Um, definitely have moved into a completely different sector of of, of being a lot more diverse. Um, if there was one thing we learned in the big recession was is that we used to like to build big industrial buildings because. That, that was a great market for us, and there was a lot of it going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, during, mm-hmm. during the recession, um, in particular in 2009, um, they put up six buildings in, in Phoenix that whole year, which is wow. absolutely nothing. Um, so it was a, that was definitely a market you did not want to exist in. Um, but... With that being said, it was the lesson that was really learned, um, and especially through the recession, one thing we learned is um, a lot of people had a lot of wonderful people working for them, mm-hmm. and, and letting go of them or doing whatever was, was extremely difficult, 
and and a lot of them will tell you later on that you know hanging on to some of the people they thought they couldn't let go um, hurt them a lot. Um, that's a point. Yeah, that's what hurt them. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And and we, I mean, during that time, we we had a plan set out, and and we we were running about fifty people at that time. And in 2010, that was our that was our lowest year. We were down to 15 people. 15 from 50. Wow. Yes. And wow. Uh, and we during that time. Um, we had a plan that, you know, whatever work we had going on and our head estimator, he he was like the next guy that was, you know, if it took it, he was going to have to go out into the field and uh, and I was going to end up being the sole guy in the office. Um, wow. So we, could, we could survive it. And, wow. Uh, and we were very fortunate. We actually had an Amazon project that came along mm-hmm. uh, in August of that year. Mm-hmm. And that single job saved our <clears throat> saved our entire year. It's amazing. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So and then, but then we we after we came out of that, we started started to grow back relatively quick. Um, and and one thing that was exciting and fun at the time was uh, the solar market was extremely strong. Um, had mm-hmm. just kind of come to light, and uh, there was a lot of incentive monies, rebates. So we no, no no pun intended there come to life yeah, huh right <laughs> yeah yeah and uh so we we um interestingly enough I was playing golf one day with a guy and and he was struggling with some issues with gear on the project that they were going to do and the, uh-huh. the contractor he had didn't really understand how to deal with it so I said well you know I'll go take a look at it and I came up with the fix for him and he goes, you know, he goes, if you would like, he goes, you know, we haven't committed this job yet. So he goes, you, you could build the solar project. So so we did. And I, I told wow. him, I said, you know, we, we haven't ever built one before. He goes, that's okay. He goes, I'll show you what you need to know. And and solar is, for the most part, it's a, um, not a difficult uh, industry to learn. There mm-hmm. are some things you need to know, but, but it's very repetitive. So... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a it's a nice market and yep. and it's a market we still live in today. Uh, right. So that was a, a little piece that we added into the company that we had not had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we grew with K two, uh, I had a a young man uh, Matt Kuiper who uh, who's been with us now. He's actually in fact he was one of my first employees and he's been with uh-huh. us for fifteen years. No kidding. Wow. And uh, and he came to us, and this has probably been six or seven years ago, and uh, and said, you know, I I really want to do service work. And he goes, let me have a van. So we got him a van, and and he started the the service department by himself. Hmm. Um, and today we run about. 15 vans. Um, we we have about 25 people in the service department. Wow. And our, and our service group does a little over about four and a half million a year right now. Wow. wow. So it's uh, but it was it was exciting to see a young person and and that's been one thing is is being a lot. I've always believed that 
you know, letting people grow and uh, seeing what their potential is, is, is probably yeah. one of the biggest values in growing a company. Um, yeah. Because if you don't let people take ownership of things and grow it, uh, it, it, it can be difficult. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, that's a critical component of, of, you know, the marriage shop philosophy in a way too, of, of, you know, allowing you, you have, in the Marishop world, uh, our companies you know, provide that opportunity to support their employees, to help them to grow, prosper. And it's really a, a choose-your-own-adventure for the employee, what they put into their life and the, and the merits that they put into it. They're able to then you know, get out through promotions and advancements and uh, even, even starting, yeah, starting up their own, own departments, like, like in this right. instance, or, or even starting up their own companies if they wish. Right. So it's they're they're in control. They're in control of their career, and it's yes. it's cool. Yes. Over the years, I've had I've had three three employees that have broke up and started their own companies, and I and I've yeah. always I respect them. I I actually still talk to them a lot. I try to mentor them. Um, if somebody has an entrepreneurial spirit, then I think it's great that they go that direction. Um, Absolutely. You're not going to. Hold somebody back that has that ultimate desire. Right, uh, right. That's a that's a fire that burns deep from within, isn't it? Right. And yeah. you know, it's in, it's interesting. I just uh, the other night had a young young man, a plumber, come over to our house to take care of a few things, and, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, his truck had an issue. So so he ended up sitting at our house for a while while he was waiting for the tow truck to come. Oh wow. Uh, but we got to sit and visit, and uh, and he's 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 taking over for his dad. But his dad's always been a little one man show, and mm-hmm. and the one thing that I encouraged him, and I told him that I said I'm going to to send you all the information for in this particular being a plumber, um, the, the contractor association that's related to that. I said because. Mm. The association belonging to an organization that is in your trade is I I myself could never figure out how somebody who didn't belong to an association could truly survive and excel in in the industry because the information and the knowledge that we gain through the association has been mm-hmm. huge and priceless and and most of the time when I go to a meeting. Even though there's a lot of great sessions, it's the point of you sit down and you have a conversation with somebody and learn something you never knew before. Um, I know, like, the Great Ideas Swap Meet that we do is always a huge success, and people walk away, and there's just, you know, those little tidbits of information that you store in your brain, and then one day an issue comes up, and it's like, oh, I have the solution for that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. um, but you know that's the association has been been a wonderful wonderful for us it's uh terrific so so we that's we have terrific. enjoyed it thoroughly that's terrific that's terrific i think well i think there's a misnomer that that um you know folks that are at least younger in their careers and and maybe maybe i'm just speaking for myself when when uh i was looking you know early on in my career and looking towards leaders is is that boy they've really got it all figured out um they know the right, you know, right decisions to make at the right times, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and um, yes, there's there's applied wisdom 
that that it, we as leaders have. However, we're we're still putting on our our boots one one foot at a time, and and having an association and a community of people that are in a like-minded business and in, in in disparate areas across the country or different areas across the country, then um, to kind of yeah bounce ideas off of and and learn from and and then. Yeah, uh, provide, you know, continuing education to make you look at things in a different way. So it helps to empower you with knowledge. So then you can apply it back to your business and not have to, not have to sit up, uh, numerous nights sleepless trying to wrestle with something when you have that association of, of friends and colleagues that are able to help you with those solutions, um, you know, in, in different ways. Somebody else has dealt with the issues that, that we're wrestling with right now. And it's just oh, a matter you're absolutely of, right. Yeah. Just a matter of putting it out there and, and listening and understanding. And you know, one of those one of those um pieces too is our, our forum groups, which um you know, as you know, Dean, I think you're you're active in, in one of the forum groups. It's um it becomes in essence a personal board of directors of of non competitive uh, contractors and non competitive uh, uh markets across the country that, that come together to um yeah, to kind of bear all and, and talk through what's going on in their individual businesses, share their best practices, share their woes, their victories, and, and learn a little bit more um, from one another. Um, I think that's a huge value add. And, and um, I think, yeah, you've been, you've been involved in, in forums for, for quite some time, haven't you? I have. In, in fact, yeah. uh, our forum group meets here next, next month. Um, no kidding. Yeah. And yeah, I'm 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 trying to remember back how long I've been in a forum. It's mm-hmm. probably been thirteen or fourteen years now. Wow. Um and, and our forum group has been has been just an amazing group to be part of and what's really actually been a lot of fun in the forum group over the probably the last five years is the amount of um, transition companies, mm-hmm. uh, companies where, uh, you know, the sons or their daughter or daughter taking over the company. Uh, Kristen Williams is, you know, taking over mm-hmm. for that. And, uh, and, and then we've got the, the Cole brothers and Terry's retired now. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's and and we're in the same we're in that process at, at you time. are yes. yeah yeah so uh, it's it's an exciting time and it's exciting to be able to share with with our other uh, forum members just exactly you know the way they do it everybody does it slightly different mm-hmm. um, but yet we're all out for a common goal um, yep. and success of how we achieve it um, the the forum group I. I I think in in the IEC is probably the biggest, uh, probably one of the secrets, if you will, that I think we can always do better at uh, getting out to other people um, yep. because it's yeah. so valuable for a company. Um, it it does it requires some time investment, but but the return yep. on it is amazing. Yep, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And it, well, it goes yeah anything anything uh, that you get. Out of life, it's it's not a uh, not a cakewalk, so to speak. It's you know, your investment of, of energy and time, and having clear goals and, and being present within it. You're going to gain back in in spades. Um, so, yeah, it's it's. I think I mean, and I think you're right. I think that um, you know that that 
what we hear from a lot of IEC contractors is, is the tremendous value that they receive um, from uh, participating in forum groups. Uh, but because they're they're really organized, you know, and peer to peer, um, then um, it's it's not always front and center uh, at association events and, and things of that nature. Um, so I think you know we can opportunities like this to be able to help to educate. Uh, other contractors that, that such a thing exists so they can help to connect in different ways and start, uh, yeah, start again, sleeping better at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, absolutely. And thinking through anything from, um, yeah, from current market conditions where they're at and and maybe how to, you know, how to tackle problems um, through to, yeah, succession planning, which which uh, is, is both exciting and daunting um, of looking at it. I you know, I can I can only imagine you know what what uh, what you have been going through, but then having others in your forum group to be able to then you know lean on and those um, you know your sons that are are, are working to uh, to eventually take over your business, and then they also have a, a built-in network within the association um, right. of similar folks and, that are in similar positions, and but yet unique all the same. So it's it's very exciting that way. Yes. And, and, you know, the other thing is, too, is uh, being part of the IEC Foundation has been uh, extremely rewarding. Uh, it's great to see where that's going. Uh, the scholarship program that we have has been really, really impactful. I know it, it varies a little bit from state to state who participates mm -hmm. in it, but I know here in Arizona we um, we don't get any educational dollars um, probably because we don't have journeyman licensing, so it's a little more challenging to get people um, as part of the apprenticeship program. But in our company, it's if you want to move forward, it's a mandate that you have to be part of that, and, and we also mm -hmm. want them. And just the process of, of going through the scholarship application um, has been very helpful to develop these young people uh, as they fill that form out and get reference letters, I mean, it's just a process that, you know, it's part of the step of taking ownership, being responsible for things, and growing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, but it's uh, the partners that we have uh, in the foundation right now are just amazing. Um, the monetary part, the material part, the, the labs have been just incredible. The advancements I've seen over the years in the apprenticeship program, having labs that that the students and young people can can work right. at and actually be trained um, properly, is so extremely valuable. Right. Right. So yeah. that's can't say enough about it. It's been wonderful. That's well, it's huge. It's huge, and it's I think that uh, yeah, the foundation does. Uh, does have so many supporters and and it's really been a kind of a quiet force um for a number of years too but now we're we're working to be able to turn up the volume on on all the philanthropic efforts of of helping to then expand the trade help to to align some of our great partners and and manufacturers um to align them with with uh you know charitable uh giving and into our you know our 50 plus training centers across the country so that we can we can truly provide not only our, our world class apprenticeship curriculum, but also ensure that you know no matter if you're in a, a large metropolitan area or in, in a more of a remote location in a rural area, that you have um, world class uh, student labs and, and everything that you're dealing with too. So it's 
it is. It's uh, it's just an amazing association. You know, Soup to Nuts and 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 the foundation is is uh, just a tremendous complement to everything that we do, and just makes you feel really good about um, everything that we focus on. And I yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's, it's it's wonderful to develop young people and, and yeah. watch them grow. In fact, one of the things I've told many people, I said, you know, we really we strive to find young people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it does not matter if you if you have no. I mean, we don't care if you have background in the trade or not. Um, right. right. Because we <clears throat> we put them in. We have a prefab department, um, mm-hmm. so we put them in there. They learn some parts and pieces and. Then we get them out into the field, and if it's something that they enjoy, then we roll them right into the apprenticeship program and mm-hmm. uh, and develop. And we've developed some wonderful young people that have really blossomed and and are doing extremely well today. Yeah, yeah. So so rewarding. So rewarding to see that. It's so rewarding to see that. Well, well, Dean, and, and you know, I want to thank you for all your leadership um, for the association and the foundation um, throughout the years, and you continue to be a huge driving force um, within our industry and, and within everything that we do. And, and um, absolute pleasure uh, always to, to chat with you and, and, um, and to learn from you. Um, you, you. You're a mentor for, for so many, um, and, and uh, I consider you a mentor uh, personally as well. So I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so what, what's, uh, what are the next couple of years look like for you, Dean? What, where uh, with this transition and, and uh, succession piece, and are you riding off in the sunset? Or are are you gonna yeah start hopping the globe, or what uh, what do things look like? What what can we expect from Dean Credit? Yeah, we I probably will hang around here yet for at least a couple of years. Um, uh-huh. I've, I've currently really transitioned a lot into okay. project, project managing. Uh-huh. Um, Jared is. The executive vice president now of K2, and and he's he's really running the show, and and that's been a great process um, because you know the customers know who he is, they recognize him, he's working the deals, um, so it, I feel that it's going to be a, a a pretty simple transition. Um, mm-hmm. So we're excited. Like I said, I, a couple of years I'll probably be around. But yeah, Marna and I both enjoy traveling abroad and locally. So yeah, we'll be yeah. doing plenty of that. The cabin up north, we'll hang out there and yeah. enjoy the uh, cool air when the summer's hot. Down here, so. <laughs> so that'll that'll be a good time. That's terrific. That's terrific. Do you have uh, kind of a building short list, if you will, or maybe even a long list of places you'd like to travel once you? Uh... Once you hit that mark here in a couple of years, you know we've traveled quite a bit in Europe, and and uh-huh. I, we always just want to we enjoy going back there and, and have plans to to go back and see more of that countryside. It's just yeah. beautiful, and the people are wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a whole lot of places in the United States that Marta's never been and I've been, so uh-huh. I need to take her to all the so, <laughs> so it'll be a combination of those. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Be a good time. That's great. That's great. Well, um, well, we, yeah. Again, uh, I, I can't thank you enough for spending some time, uh, not only with us today here and, and sharing some of your your story and background and and uh, a bit of a look ahead, Dean, um, but but all your leadership uh, via EC over the years, 
um, has just tr been tremendous, and you've helped us to get us where we are today, which is a you know really looking towards a, a continued prosperous future as an association. A great time for for companies to join up or and or get more involved um, within IEC. Um, yeah. As, as uh, things are, are strong and, and so things will continue to be strong here with the, with America's uh, electrical and systems contractors. So, good, good. Well, thank you again, sir. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's been great talking to you. Awesome, awesome. And thank you again to all the folks out there that are listening in. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems on industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.